0: Welcome to Pop Take Hot Culture's 14th episode. We are still playing catch-up and haven't released any episodes recently, so we are going to skip the intro for this and hopefully make this our shortest episode ever. Today we are going to be discussing Gemini Man and Breaking Bad's uh, Netflix movie El Camino. And that's it. That's it. Uh, Since I don't know if anyone's seen these and are worried about spoilers, we're going to keep this real, real, real short. Sid, would you recommend or not recommend Gemini Man and if you would recommend it do you recommend seeing it in theaters waiting for it on DVD or waiting until it's on HBO or it affects their cable
1: um I don't know I think the only good thing about this movie is the way that it's shot in this little weird way but mm-hmm. that's never been enough for me to see a movie because I never saw a lot of 3D or etc type movies mm-hmm. and I don't think that should be the only reason that you pay perhaps 7 more dollars for a ticket if tickets are usually like 13-14 bucks you're paying $20 for this I don't know that the $7 is worth it it's I'm actually leaning towards it. it's not
0: okay if
1: you like Will Smith for sure go see it um but if you don't see it in theaters I guess I'd say probably skip it also on Netflix Hulu skip HBO all everything? that shit yeah
0: see in theaters or don't see it at all
1: see it in theaters with this certain thing or don't see it at all okay. but I'm also not advocating for doing that because like I can't in good faith do that and still go to heaven
0: okay yeah, I would say if you're able to see it in the 3D high frame rate, which is what we saw it and we'll get into it more later, it's worth seeing. It's an experience similar to Avatar or Gravity, where it's a very cool thing to see in theaters. But, but is it
1: worth $7?
0: $7, absolutely. Isn't I look at it as an experience one movie. But we'll get into this later. Um, I think that the 3D high frame rate shit is cool enough to justify watching it in theaters. If you are not able to see it in 3d high frame rate if you're only able to see like 3d or high frame rate or standard don't see it this is a perfectly good movie to fall asleep watching uh on a lazy sunday afternoon on tnt or fx or whatever because this will be there soon enough it's not a good movie but it's a fun movie and the effects are what makes it worth it otherwise wait for it to be somewhere where you put it on netflix and you fall asleep halfway through it and you wake up near the end of it and you're like yeah that kind of makes sense i'm good and that's that's about all it's worth otherwise breaking bad el camino you can see it in theaters would you recommend it you can't i think it may sh- sh- it's true the screen it did, like
1: two i don't feel like that's a very good question <laughs> okay can you so, would you can you ask a different question sure
0: would you recommend watching it on netflix or would you recommend skipping it all together or only if you like breaking bad
1: This is for Breaking Bad fans, so Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say if you like Breaking Bad, so the way I split it is if you want something, if you miss the nostalgia, you know, if you're trying to get on this nostalgia train you want to, you know, do something to get on Breaking Bad, Mm -hmm. if you felt unsatisfied with the way Breaking Bad ended, if you're, like, really bored and just miss all that shit, for sure watch it. If you don't care, you're kind of, like, on the fence, you haven't thought about Breaking Bad since it ended probably skip it because we also have better call Saul so this is oh. not the like you, you know what I'm saying this yeah. is not the the only thing Breaking Bad has tried to catch our attention with once again right and it is it's just very tiring because the way everything for Breaking Bad takes so long to get out like story-wise for everything This when was two and a half hours just about
0: I think it was right at the two hour mark but I'm not sure
1: like, Better Call Saul takes so long to get out, and it's just Breaking Bad. This is not, like, a light thing you can just throw on, so it's a commitment. And two I'd hours,
0: s- two minutes. Sorry to interrupt, but two hours, two minutes. Yeah, so
1: I'd say you have to want to watch this shit, because it is all just very long. It's good, but this is not for the faint of heart. And if you miss Aaron Paul, watch him on Westworld. Watch him on Bojack Horseman. If you miss Brian Cranston, watch him in that shitty Kevin Hart movie or that shitty James Franco movie. Brian Current, and not big movies with, with shitty people challenge but uh what do you think
0: yeah um I would recommend it to every single person like Breaking Bad whether you loved it or just passively enjoyed it That's I think so- it's enough in particular if you really cared about Jesse as a character I think that this is a very good movie for him as a character and I'd recommend it
1: have you talked to people who like Breaking Bad about this like obviously not me
0: I've talked to people about Breaking Bad, uh, who like like it before, and I talked to them about being excited for. it But I don't think I've talked to any of my Breaking Bad friends who so like since this has come out.
1: So I have at work, not my parents, because whatever. But uh, there's one guy in the facilities, and this other guy, I'm kind of they. If they don't think it's dumb, they just don't like. They don't care. Like no part of it's poorly done. They just don't care. You yeah. know, and those are fans and people who see it. I know the one guy I talked to watches narcos like that's his whole shit it's just like no no one cares about this shit
0: breaking bad So i
1: wouldn't recommend it necessarily to a fan seems
0: like the fans are upset and disappointed by and bored most of the fans i know from like online really like it it it, breaking bad wrapped up really well this is not necessary this is a i wonder what happened to jesse after that and this gives you like kind of the full closure on a story that wasn't really given with breaking bad otherwise yeah
1: that's still a but, very I'm sorry.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, but we'll get more into it when we talk about the movie.
1: All I'm gonna say is this still a very odd stance to take where it's like, I wonder what happened with Jesse. Like if you've watched Breaking Bad you not like you don't get what you want. You don't get these perfect endings. Like let that shit go. Sure. That's what I'm saying, like these aren't real fans who are wondering this shit. Like, listen, sometimes you just gotta fucking chalk it up to the game.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying like Whatever Jesse's ending for Breaking Bad is pretty ambiguous. Without getting into it for people who haven't seen Breaking Bad, and this movie gives relatively clean closure on what happens to him after the show ends.
1: Yeah, but the fact that you think that you are it of that, knowing how Breaking Bad is, like you don't get that closure. You every, have to deal. You just have to deal. It's, just, it's an now.
0: Every main character gets full closure, where they either die or they seek redemption and get it, or they seek redemption and don't. Skyler. Skyler Jr.? Skyler and Walter Jr. have pretty clear redemption. Holly? At the, end of it. the baby Holly? Yes. Also has pretty clear redemption because Marie? Holly... Marie? was not bothered by... It. Marie's lifelong goal was to hunt down Walt and, you know, without spoiling shit, like... Her shit gets resolved.
1: Jane's dad? Like, there's so many... Jane's thi- dad
0: was not a main character, it's a,
1: Okay, but listen, there's so many shits... Like, bro, let it, you have to let it go... You don't get that. You you just don't. Sure. Not every show is perfect in that way. Well, let's cut this into talking about Breaking Bad. I didn't have any opinions on it, but now I do. Now we are doing fight.
0: Breaking Bad first instead yeah. of Gemini Man?
1: Yeah, because now I want to fight.
0: All right. Uh, I guess if you haven't seen uh, El Camino yet and you're impressed about it, pause and we'll watch it or we'll talk about uh, El Camino when you come back if and you're... we'll talk about Gemini Man afterward.
1: If you're impressed about El Camino, get a life.
0: All right. We're getting into it now. Like, literally turn the shit off right the fuck now. If you've not finished Breaking Bad, the TV series, or you haven't seen El Camino, you're concerned about spoilers.
1: I think it would be interesting to see how Better Call Saul played into this. I wish it was more interesting. I think it's very much entitled. Like, you don't always get what you want. You don't always get this shit. And... I understand Jesse's the most compelling character, especially now that Walt's dead. Don't you like... Like, not you, but the general... You don't you like... The fact that he could be anywhere prior to this, like, Jesse Pinkman, now he's a legend, just out there in the wind.
0: No, but it's not that, though. So
1: It was.
0: To set set the premise for this shit, Breaking Bad ends with Walter White getting his...
1: How many uh, uh, years... Real quick, how many years since... We should look at years since Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, and then this. Like, real life
0: years. Better Call Saul picked up in 2016. 15 or 16. Okay. Breaking wrong. Bad ended in 2013. Okay. Because uh, Breaking Bad ended while I was a junior in high school. Better Call Saul, to my knowledge, because I am not up to date on it. I like it, but I don't have cable anymore, so it's hard to stick it's with it. It's on Netflix. It. Yeah, but it updates Netflix pretty infrequently. Yeah, there's not a show worth sticking to. I really like it. I I really, really like it. I might like it more in Breaking Bad.
1: I only got... I remember I got far, stopped, rewatched it, got once again into that two-go shit, and then it was like...
0: Right, so I was going to say, to my knowledge, when Better Call Saul ends, it's going to end at the same point that, like, Walter and Jesse enter his life.
1: No. No, because... So when we watched the, um... We watched the the clip summary for Breaking Bad before we watched El Camino because we flopped. So I was like, if you're lucky, I, or if I'm lucky, I end up da, 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 managing a Cinnabon, whatever. To my knowledge, so you're talking about the, the fast forward versus the black and white?
0: Because the, the
1: black and white in the show is...
0: The black and White's the future after Breaking Bad. Is, right. It's usually, from the two or three seasons I've seen, it's like two minutes per season.
1: Okay, fine. fine but I, then that should be, that should be clarified. Sure. I do remember that explicitly being after
0: the opening scene of better call saul is episode one season one the cinnabon. is him working in the cinnabon yeah. for a few minutes and getting locked in an alley and that's it
1: no no he he gets
0: locked in like the trash room shit and he can't figure out how to get back in and someone has to let him out and he writes saul was here on the wall
1: no he he's working cinnabon he gets paranoid no he thinks people in the mall are looking for him goes home and is watching the news, sees, puts in one of his cassette tapes for his old TV show, and is drinking, like, scotch.
0: I think that's season two.
1: I have not seen season two. You
0: want, Okay. We should probably... No, it's fine. It? We don't remember it. Neither of us remembers well enough I because... I remember it! I remember exactly... Like, what I'm talking about, I remember it happening exactly. Maybe it wasn't season one, episode one. I'm getting it mixed up.
1: But that's, what but, you, that's your claim.
0: But, anyway, that happened... Present-day Saul post-Breaking Bad is not a big part of Better Call Saul, to my knowledge, unless it has changed more in the later seasons. It's I have only seasons. seen season one and two, and the bulk of three I haven't seen four yet, and I think five is not on Netflix at the so moment.
1: So, it's, it's, I just looked it up. Four seasons, the ten-episode fourth season aired between August and October 2018. The show has been renewed for a fifth season, which is planned to premiere in 2020.
0: Okay. So I've seen seasons one, two, and part of three. I haven't finished three, and I don't know if four is on Netflix yet. Anyway, present day Saul post Breaking Bad is not a big part of the show because I think it's only really there to kind of set a backdrop for Better Call Saul and like he was remembering all this shit he did is Jimmy McGill and all that. Anyway, none of that has fuck all to do with El Camino, so we really don't need to be dwelling on this right now.
1: Yes, okay, it's figured, figured out. Okay. Saul Goodman, now going by the name Gene, is managing a shopping mall in Cinnab- sh- managing a shopping mall Cinnabon in Omaha, Nebraska. He has grown a mustache and is balding. He suspects that the customer recognizes him, but this proves to be incorrect. In his apartment that night, Saul watches a VHS tape of his old television advertisements. And then it flashes back to his brother... His his the Chinese nail salon okay. and all that shit. That was the first episode. Okay, so I got my shit mixed up. Maybe
0: it's later in it. Maybe season two. Maybe season three. I don't remember. So you were right. I was wrong. Congratulations, Sid. Anyway, better call Saul as fuck all to do with this at all. Like literally nothing. I don't know why we're talking about this.
1: Because I said I I wonder if we saw what it would play into it. Maybe. If anything,
0: that was my initial. We can watch, but for how little Better Call Saul present day has to do with Better Call Saul, the TV show, I don't think so. That
1: was just an off-top so, curiosity. We'll
0: see. We'll see. Maybe season five will wrap up with references to El Camino. Um. But yeah, so Walter White ends up dying in an effort to uh to save Jesse and the white supremacist you captured him We
1: were trolling too when you told me like before we were watching
0: watch the summer you're like yeah white supremacist i'm like bro shut up oh no little on nazis i remember
1: them but yeah. i don't remember them being white supremacists
0: it was kind of vague and it was mostly like picking out tattoos that mm-hmm. they had more than anything it wasn't about like they weren't They weren't saying Rachel Slurs or talking about Hitler's plan or anything like that. didn't they have, like,
1: their prison gang was also, like, pretty transparent in that?
0: Oh, their prison gang was literally called the Aryan Brotherhood. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, Which is, you know, real prison gang.
1: Yeah.
0: But, anyway, this movie picks up exactly where Breaking Bad left off. Like, you see Jesse crash through the gate escaping the Nazi compound to... uh, live his free life no longer cooking meth for everyone and it picks up from there and this is him planning his escape to get out of there and figuring out how to get shit together get things to do wrap up and loose get ends with his life. friends and people that he cares about and like get a new life get ahead in life get away from this
1: um i will say i think it is important to watch the summary that helped especially because it picked up right after right and there was a lot of the little yeah like even watching the summary there's shit i didn't remember
0: right we were gonna try and rewatch all of breaking bad and then talk about the entire series and this episode or and this movie as a retrospective yeah but i biffed pretty fucking hard on planning out the time to watch that so
1: over the course of like a month and a half as well yeah. with So with like a fair amount of time
0: we started watching this uh the week that we were we started watching breaking bad uh 10 days before we were supposed to record this episode. And we are now a month and a half later, and we ended up quitting because we were we halfway it, through the, season two. We watched it
1: that weekend, didn't we? Or a week out. We watched it really close. We watched
0: it about a week and a half out. Like, we were supposed to record next Saturday, and we started watching it on the Thursday before the next week.
1: This seems generous, but I didn't take notes, so I'll say okay. Because I remember being like, damn, we're it's like no near
0: hours we spent watching a big bulk of the weekend before we were going to record this episode watching it and, I, and we got through season one and half of season two over that weekend and i'm like hey we got 49 hours left if we split this up evenly between now and saturday when we are supposed to be recording this episode not counting all the episodes we still have to catch up on we would have to watch five to six episodes every day we're getting home from work we are watching this from start to finish
1: you know what's funny Uh, If we had just blown off El Camino and watched Breaking Bad up until now, this moment that's recording, we probably would have been able to do it. For sure.
0: Which. We would have definitely been able to do it. We're not meant to podcast. We just need to get caught up and actually stick to a schedule. You always say that, but. I know, but we haven't gotten caught up yet. I've been saying we need to get caught up for three weeks.
1: And I've been here. Tipsy as hell.
0: Okay, we're going to finish recording tomorrow. We got, counting this, three episodes. This. Zombieland, double tap and then the week after our last episode because this episode that we're supposed to be recording tonight because it is november 2nd second our november 2nd episode we would have taken a skip week because there are no movies we care about there
1: terminator and harriet
0: harriet comes out next week
1: harriet comes came out
0: i think harriet came out limited didn't it
1: no harriet came out
0: okay we weren't gonna go see Harriet because it is racist, racist and shitty to Harriet, and we weren't gonna go see Terminator because I'm the only one that's seen Terminator films and I haven't seen Genesis yet, and I don't know how much that plays into this. And there are two to three albums we want to take out. Okay. There are two to three albums I want to talk about, but none of them you listen to and we can't make an episode work for two to three albums.
1: Okay, yeah. So, so
0: we were going to skip that week. So we have this week, we have Zombie Land, Double Tap, and then we have The Lighthouse and Countdown.
1: Yeah, take your shot, and uh, then we'll get enough shit about Breaking
0: Bad. So, hang on, I'm trying to finish summarizing this movie.
1: You did. No,
0: I didn't. This is Jesse trying to make a break for it. He wraps up shit with Skinny Pete and Badger he meets the guy who helps people disappear he like basically gets his own closure with his parents and then he escapes and at the end of the movie he makes his way to alaska and he's starting a new life in alaska
1: because the opening scene is him talking to mike and being like where would you disappear to if you were me and you had a fresh start
0: right because it does have a lot of flashbacks mike is in this walter white is in this
1: walter White's skullcap is in this
0: yeah it was not he did not shave his head for this shit he's like put on a ball cap i'm not doing this oh, shit he again looked
1: like megamind his shit was so big
0: he got that seven head not God. that four head not that five head not that six head i felt
1: like i could have fucking you remember darts but the ones that had those suction cups on the end yeah that's what it looked like i could like fucking throwed him like a spitball if you
0: hit it too hard it would just whip the ball cap off oh my,
1: like he said i paid my
0: dues yeah so, it has a lot of callbacks, cute shit, that's meant to be resolution for fans of the series rather than important to the movie. I There were a lot of reviews for this movie that was, like, really entertaining and well-made, but completely unnecessary. And that is generally where I would fall with this, too.
1: For sure, and if we're talking about callbacks, I said this to you afterwards, it, it would have been hard to do, but I care less about Jesse's parents, I would have liked to have seen his brother, I would have, have liked to seen Walt and Skyler and Holly. And Walt, excuse me, Walter Jr. I know why we didn't. That would have been harder to do. But you know what I mean? I like These I people... Mean, I, even if y'all would have thrown... Y'all, right. y'all mentioned Brock in the last minute. Show me Brock.
0: Yeah, I think the reason Brock and Jesse's brother weren't shown is because of how much they grew up. And the fact I that know. this shit's been there and it'd be hard to recast them. It's just... um
1: If you're going to do a callback, you're going to do a fucking you know nostalgic type shit lean into and do it all the way
0: i think the other thing is like the reason they didn't show skyler and walter jr and holly is because their character arcs were wrapped up they were basically gonna change their names to avoid being associated with walter white anymore and they had enough money to get them forever because he gave money to uh Grayson,
1: Gretchen and Elliot.
0: Yeah, Gretchen and Elliot of Gray Matter, and they're like, "You're you're gonna give this money to my kids. You're gonna tell them it's a blind trust. They're never gonna know it came from me. If you tell them it came from me, I'm gonna fucking assassinate you." And then he had Badger and Skinny P point laser pointers at him, and they thought that they were sniper rifles.
1: Don't send your shooters after me.
0: Yeah. Walter White was Jay. Gretchen and Elliot were Kanye anyway that's the movie uh he escapes it's a very sentimental wrap-up for jesse jesse was probably the most sympathetic character in the entire series for me yeah so i cared about him and was glad that he got this positive ending wrap-up even if it was not really necessary
1: not a lot happened but it felt like a lot happened because it was very long mm-hmm. because oh all all, if you really like did recount the events he escaped he with this skinny Pete's house he had the guy who made people disappear. He talked to his parents and he did the thing with the fucking the cage guy. Like plot wise, not flashback. Sure. What do the plot, happened?
0: If we're doing the plot, he escapes, he goes to Skinny Pete's and Badger's house, he goes to Meth Damon's house to try and figure out where all okay. the money was. The in. money, sure. He runs into the guys who are associated with the wise of promises business.
1: You mm-hmm. meets the guy. They end up splitting the yeah.
0: money three ways mm-hmm. for the two wise of promises used to show up in him. He leaves with a third of the money. He's like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna to go to this guy who helps people disappear. He'll help me get out of there. He's
1: he's like, you owe me one from last time. Right. Side. He's
0: like, you literally abandoned me when you were so. For those who don't remember, he was sitting on the side of the highway. He was supposed to get picked up by a minivan and leave and get a new name and disappear. And then he realized while he was waiting for this minivan that Walt poisoned Brock with the uh, ricin. No. With the, uh, I remember what it was. but It was a plan. Lily
1: of the Valley? Lily of the Valley. I am so smart.
0: Good job. He poisoned Brock with the Lily of the Valley. So he's like, I'm going to confront him. I'm going to have him be taken down. Because he's a piece of shit and he doesn't deserve it. So he runs out on his escape plan. He then goes on to go to the guy. The guy's like, you owe me for last time. We're back to El Camino now. He's like... You owe me for last time and you owe me for this time so you owe me $500,000 I think.
1: Um, um I think it was I think it was one hundred fifty. I do have the audio.
0: But You can't keep getting away with it! Yes.
1: Wish I had it on file. Can we get a soundboard?
0: I've talked about getting a soundboard before.
1: That's going to be our only sound.
0: When we get caught up and we're consistently recording and releasing on schedule yes we'll get a soundboard. Use. And once we move it to the office instead of our living You're
1: job. making me promises I would then hit that clip. He should sure. keep getting away with this. Yeah,
0: I'll hit that every single time that Steven Spielberg releases a movie.
1: Stephen King as well. Stephen King. <laughs> Anytime anyone
0: breathes. Yes, That will be our most used soundboard button.
1: Uh, uh, can we just have Aaron Paul on this show?
0: <laughs> we'll get we're Aaron gonna, Paul to get a guest feature if we not, ever get famous. I was going to
1: say, okay, Aaron, if you're listening, cover your ears. All we should do He was so easy to kidnap before. (laughs) Hear me out.
0: We're not white supremacists who are locking him in a cage underground. We We live in an apartment. We're don't going to lock
1: him in a cage above ground and just use him as a soundboard. (laughs) Ideas.
0: Maybe I will keep it in mind. But anyway, he goes to this guy. The guy's like, you owe me for last time, you owe me for this time. He's like less than $2,000 short. So then he... Like it's like, can you give me a fucking break? It's $2,000. I think of, it was like
1: eighteen or 1500
0: It was $1,800. And he's like, it's $1,800. out of $500,000 or $200,000. Whatever the fucking yeah. amount was. He's like, can you call me a fucking break? This is literally nothing for how much you were charging me. The guy's like, no. Leave Which now. Which for
1: him. Like, this he's is like, a risky shit. Yeah.
0: He's like, no. Leave now or I'm calling the police. You Stay- probably
1: charge him double because stakes are higher now. Like, he probably yeah. charged... Him- he couldn't get away. We're charging him double for him coming to him now. So he's like, ooh, you owe me. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, bro, you're all over the news. This is a Wait. higher stakes shit.
0: Right. So Jesse is like, yeah, bullshit. You're going to call the cops. Do whatever the fuck you want. And then they call the cops. Because he's
1: in a vacuum cleaner
0: store. Yeah, it's a, it's a vacuum cleaner store, which is a front for all this illegal shit. And then the guy calls the cops and he's like, yeah, you didn't actually call the cops. I know all the shit. You bullshitted and all this. And the cops show up. And so Jesse flees. And then he calls his parents on a cell phone that he ends up breaking pretty quickly after. And he's like, hey, can you all meet me at this place? I want to turn myself in, but I need your help. And all of the cop cars that were surrounding their house leaves.
1: Minus he, two. Remember, because he had to sneak in the back.
0: Yeah. Minus this one car with two guys in it. So he hops over He breaks into the house. He breaks into their safe steals two guns he goes to the white supremacist and he's like hey i don't want to rob you i don't want to be shit but i need two thousand dollars more one thousand eight hundred dollars and i'm gonna leave it on you'll never see me again you'll never deal with me again
1: and they said fuck but that shit. our
0: half split didn't work and they're like fuck that shit and then this one guy's like What's let's have-, have a mexican standoff let's yeah let's let's shoot each other if you think you can kill me with your little shitty 22 luger
1: is this a 22
0: what was it 22 You can kill me with your little 22 pistol, your little tiny luger that came from your granddad. Then, like, yeah, you can have my money, but that's not even going to pop into my skull, much less work in like a soda can. And so Jesse's like, yeah, sure, whatever. They get in a draw. Jesse shot him with a gun that he had hidden in his pocket that was not that one. to good, the bad, the ugly. You having fun?
1: Yeah. That's not what I was looking for. That's not what I was looking for. That's not what I was looking for. I was looking for the other one. You know, the the other like
0: stereotypical like showdown music don't know what you're talking about i'm yeah. sure i would know if i heard it but i don't know what you're talking about that there were
1: lyrics yeah. for me to possibly fucking look up
0: yeah they're they're instrumental for a reason instrumental was the better part of oh uh, shut cinema up cinema scores it certainly is better than this. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. okay okay um but yes Bah, bah, bah. So yeah, Jesse shoots him with a secret snub pistol that he had in his other pocket, so he never even had to reach for the twenty-two.
1: It was in his jacket pocket, so yeah, he had his the jacket one hand in his pocket, but had it pointed the whole time.
0: So he shot him, the other dude that was robbing Meth Damon's place, gets out a gun and starts shooting him, he misses literally every shot. Jesse shoots him a couple times and kills him. He scares out the rest of the guys who were there, takes the bags, leaves, gives the dude enough money to escape. They get to Alaska and then leave.
1: Yes. During uh, this whole time and he writes his letter
0: and, Yeah. During this whole time it is mixed with flashbacks of him dealing with his trauma that he has to work through from uh
1: being kidnapped?
0: Being kidnapped and imprisoned and enslaved.
1: Having to help Meth Damon through his right. bullshit.
0: They right, there's the whole shit, shit of helping uh Jesse Clemens is the name of the actor, yeah. but uh Meth Damon Todd is who he's known as Meth Damon.
1: Todd is his character name. Meth Damon he's like you want some soup
0: yeah he like, takes him to bro, his man, house I to help him
1: Got their motherfucking soup
0: his housekeeper found a bunch of money so he murdered his housekeeper and he's like y'all got you gotta help me get her in uh, el camino and then we're gonna go yeah. out into the desert and bury her
1: he's like you want some pizza yeah. like bro why is he trying to fucking bribe me with food bribe me with my freedom
0: because if freedom's not going to fly, he can't let him go. Okay,
1: but, like, then don't fucking offer me no fucking pizza and bacon You suit, offer him bro. food
0: because food's something that he knows he's not bullshitting on. He's like, hey, if you don't shoot me, I'm going to let you go. Like, no, that's obvious bullshit. Food
1: is what I gave to boys when I was in middle school and trying to get them to like me. Yeah. It doesn't work.
0: But, yeah, so it's set on the backdrop of those flashbacks of dealing with shit. Like, he freaks out when he turns on the shower because he remembers getting hit with the fire hose and how much that hurt. ...and how dehumanizing it was and shit like that. Um,
1: I wish it was a little more consistent. It didn't come up very yeah, often.
0: They did drop it pretty quick after so, about... And I told you that. Yeah, you, after after about, in the
1: movie, you were like, no, give him a chance.
0: Yeah, I was. And I don't think that they wasted it or like it was bullshit. But they did kind of stop covering his PTSD after about 45 minutes mm-hmm. into this two-hour movie.
1: Especially for if you're going to do a shootout with these guys. You're telling me all the shootouts you've been through at Walt. You killed Glenn, had PTSD. All this, you kill all these, you know what I'm saying, and right. high PTSD. You kill this one guy, and now you're like, good. Clint Eastwood.
0: Yeah. yeah, um. So, that's basically in the movie. Uh, cinematography was excellent. Mm-hmm. It was on mm-hmm. par with the best of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Like Which this. It's
1: easy to concentrate the best of the show in two hours.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, if this was like a two-episode stretch or three-episode stretch of Breaking Bad. This will be considered probably two of the best episodes of the season as far as cinematography goes.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, honestly, it's it's hard to be like, oh, the girls aren't touching and shit. But the biggest comparison to the two right now are Narcos and Ozark, I'd say. Ozark cinematography is not as good, story is not as tight, acting is good, it's quicker <sighs> paced, and it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like the things that are compared to it now aren't hitting Breaking Bad where it right. is known for being good in any comparison and Jason Bateman's very good in, o- in Ozark I don't watch Narcos but um the the I don't want to say like caring attention to detail but for lack of better words like that to Breaking Bad or not there with whatever cause y'all are too busy trying to emulate
0: yeah um who's the
1: DP who's the cinematographer
0: good question are they
1: know. are they famous have they done other shit or do they just hang up their hat after this
0: Marshall Adams did it of the main cinematographers for breaking bad he is one of the main cinematographers for better call saul
1: that makes sense
0: so arthur albert is the main cinematographer for better call saul i'm not sure if he's still doing it but uh
1: how much better call saul do y'all have
0: uh, like for,
1: I'm, but like for, like how much story could you possibly have to tell?
0: So Breaking Bad starts in two thousand seven, right? And it ends in two thousand nine, right? Better Call Saul starts in two thousand one or two
1: thousand two. I don't, I don't care that much about Saul, especially because the beginning, like the part I hated about Better Call Saul mm-hmm. was about his crazy brother who was in the good place the other day we just saw is the good guy who was yeah. like walking. I his whole oh I'm allergic to electricity I gotta be under this magnet you're a piece of shit but like he sold it like that whole shit that's why I had to watch it twice to get into it because it's dumb.
0: This definitely tries to make Saul a more three-dimensional character rather than the comedic relief like he was in Breaking Bad. But do we
1: care? like I'd much rather see the only part about Better Call So I like is that it highlights Mike a lot cause I really like Mike as a character yeah
0: Mike is my favorite character from Breaking Bad all around you and Ma- like Ops. yeah like, like Mike
1: Ehrmantraut.
0: Jesse Pinkman is the most sympathetic character because Jesse Pinkman did not ask for this life he was trying to leave the meth game in literally the first fucking episode and Walter's like you're gonna cook with me or I'm gonna turn you into the police and the DEA imagine
1: and, being so shitty you just put chili powder in your meth and you're like I'm gonna turn you in, like nigga, get off my, yeah. get off my,
0: dick. Right, like, like I'm had clearly Walter, not
1: a fucking threat.
0: Had Walter not been in there, Jesse never would have been involved with it. If Walt went on any other DAA drug bust, I wonder if he would have died
1: early though, because he clearly was addicted to shit. Walt kind of helped keep. He was strength. going
0: clean. Like the only thing that he was smoking for the first season was weed. In the no second meth. season, he did meth occasionally, but he started smoking meth again when he was cooking, like crystal. And, like, clear shit with, a uh, wall rather than cloudy shit.
1: Okay.
0: Like, he was like, this is so clear. I've never seen mess so clear before. I okay. have to try some of this and give it to my friends. He
1: was very impressionable with his friends every time he met him up. For right. Anymore, you know.
0: Right. But other than that, like, after he was freaked out from shit in season two, he was really just smoking weed out of a bong and sticking to that. Like, I don't think Jesse...
1: No, because then he did heroin in Heroin Season 2.
0: Yeah, but heroin was because of shit with Jane rather than specifically him being like, we should do heroin. Yeah. If I remember correctly, because we Mm -hmm. finished before that, I'm pretty sure Jane's like, we should do heroin. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I really like this. Um, It's not the best Breaking Bad. Other than cinematography, this would not crack like the top. 10 or top 20 episodes of breaking bad if this were broken into one part or two parts
1: for story acting or like where are you hitting that all of conti- it continuation
0: all of it Pre- all of priority? this if okay. this if this were i don't remember how many episodes there were breaking bad so like an epilogue like episode 52, or yeah if this yeah. were like a one or two part epilogue episode these would not crack the top 10 or top 20.
1: People would have been pissed. Not like Game of Thrones, but people would have been like, damn, this is a waste of my time. I don't think
0: so, because this is better written than Game of Thrones, and no, this is more enjoyable. I said, I
1: said it wouldn't be like Game of Thrones, but I said, like, right after, like, had this been, like, dead-ass next week and the week after, yeah, or, like, like I, everyone would be like, okay.
0: I think this was unnecessary, but I think that the bulk of it being unnecessary is that Breaking Bad ended six years ago, rather than it being Breaking rather than it being breaking bad uh didn't need this like if this was the immediate final two episodes of breaking bad i think this would have been pretty well lauded i don't think it would have made it into the top 10 top 20 episodes because i don't think it was particularly good in any aspects compared to breaking bad but i think this would have gotten a lot more love from fans and it wouldn't be called unnecessary like it is now i think it's unnecessary because it's a reunion not that it would have been unnecessary if it was in the episode or in the series to begin with
1: also the fact that a lot of people have grown up. Yeah. I think you should talk about. Like um Yeah, Aaron
0: Paul cannot no, really no, play a twenty six year old, twenty seven, no, twenty eight year old. Anymore. Fans. Oh.
1: Where like we talk about the whole Rick and Morty thing where like the fan like Rick's kind of a shit mm. character, right? But like the fans largely ruin it. Same thing here with people who aren't admiring Walter White and think it's the best show best show ever bro you don't watch Breaking Bad
0: like that like that's not it no more largely I think part of this though is that we are some of the youngest fans for Breaking Bad like season one started when my you brother. were 10
1: my brother I, d- I didn't watch it live right when I watched it my dad showed it to me um the second part of the last season was airing
0: yeah I Fell into Breaking Bad while season three was airing. I think I saw the end of season three live. I watched all of season four by myself. I got my dad into it. He watched season five part one with me live, and then I got my mom into it and I watched season five part two with her live. And like, and yeah, my dad. So Breaking Bad was a later pickup for me, but I still caught it in 2009
1: i'm very glad and i said this while watching it uh when i watched it live super glad i didn't have to watch or wait week to week for this dumb shit yeah
0: i think i saw this when i was 13 or 14 like i yeah. got into it originally
1: and that's hard to do because i tried to watch the wire a little bit older than that and those long shows like that long-winded continuation bullshit very hard to do when you're young like i had no right. patience for i that.
0: i think a lot of this is that i had a lot more patience and tend to have more patience than people our age do consistently like, I've had more patience than ninth graders did when I was in ninth grade, 10th when I was in 10th, blah, 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 blah. You okay? Do I me to turn on the hallway late? Okay. We're going to wrap this up real quick. So, what would you give El Camino out of 10? Do you have any closing thoughts? It was cute.
1: I wanted more, but hard to want more and, and be real stickler for that When I didn't want anything to start <laughs> from this. Um seven six okay. or seven i i knock down no. because i don't get like i don't care
0: i'm like a seven and a half or an eight uh most of the things that hold it back is in part the fact that it's unnecessary and in part the fact that i feel like this story could have been told and still cut out 10 or 20 minutes and i feel like the reasons that those were there like uh, meth damon singing that song while we'll driving the car with jesse in the trunk with this corpse wrapped up in a rug like i think it was there to give you feelings of todd and uh and uh, jesse which we both are very like we're familiar with both of their characters at this point and it's not necessary and it's creepy and it's a cool shot but it's not necessary and -hmm. i feel like there was enough shit there where it could have been cut out and left alone
1: it seems like that whole when we saw jonas brothers and kevin did that fake shit do you think anybody will care? Like, this seems to be actually taking, um, like, responsibility and being like, damn, if people don't care, here's a little something, something to really set you back into it. Yeah,
0: Um, I there's some of that for sure. I just, I felt like it was overall unnecessary and this movie could have stood to be a little bit shorter. uh, Look, if if you're saying cut
1: out 10, 15, 20 minutes, go ahead and push the two, the full two hours, because that shit, that don't save me nothing. Like, unless you're cutting out half an hour
0: right i yeah, don't say so, you, yeah, go
1: ahead and push it to two hours
0: my whole shit is if your movie's longer than an hour and 40 minutes you need to justify every second of it
1: okay and i don't yeah i don't
0: relate like i like long movies like i have seen satchin tango before which is over seven hours long yeah, and like bellatar is very much one of those you need to watch this in one sitting you don't pause you don't break you don't take an intermission you don't split it up over days you sit down you start it you sit there for seven and a half Wait, hours in yeah, silence God damn. sorry
1: you're getting real aggressive about this long ass dusty movie
0: you sit there for seven and a half hours in silence you finish the movie and then you can talk about it and then you can use the bathroom but you are sitting there for damn near eight hours being a movie never sounds, sounds like
1: like torture yeah the longest movie so, i've ever seen has been lord of the
0: rings yeah and the extended cuts never seen these syndicates oh oh the <laughs> lord of the rings so you barely cracked three hours <laughs> no it's
1: some three and some are three and cutting close to three mm-hmm.
0: basically once upon a time in hollywood's longest movie I and that
1: sh- oh, that sh- like it's and they, right. they so, show they act like three hours
0: so i will i'm trying to finish this san tango is seven plus hours and i can sit through that and i think it's justified and i don't think that it's really wasted and, part of that is because of the experience in the movie but anyway if you're running over an hour and 40 minutes you need to have good reason for running over an hour and 40 minutes like i think 80 to really at the highest 110 minutes is the most you need to hit if you are clocking at all past two hours a second past two hours you need to have good fucking reason to do it like i love the dark night it does not need to be two and a half hours long there were, like, three solid endpoints for that movie where he kept it going because he wanted to and he had set pieces and he wanted to.
1: Also, when you look back on it, like, here's what I remember from The Dark Knight mm-hmm. and Struggle. The fact that Two-Face was in it, right? When the Joker is clearly the biggest right. person. The whole killing Jake Gyllenhaal's sister, the whole Harvey Dent thing, so, the whole... Like, I don't remember very much of that movie beyond the fucking... He had a different origin story for every shit.
0: Right. So you remember when the Joker gets arrested arrested and he's sticking his head out of the cop car window?
1: Was that before or after the guy who had the cell phone in his chest? Before. No.
0: Okay, so the Joker gets arrested and he's sticking his head out the window and it's feeling like it's like should it be the end of the third act of this movie's why? John's down the Joker got arrested. He's shitty but he's arrested. There's an hour more left in this movie. Like, that happens at the 90 minute mark, and you're ready for this movie to end, and it's like, nope, surprise act. Here's a Joker breaking out of prison and threatening to blow up uh, Passenger Ferries.
1: It had almost the same exact opening as The Town, starring Ben Affleck, which have you seen that? Yes.
0: Very good. Town is not as good as The Dark Knight. We can watch that again. Maybe we'll do that for a Patreon episode if we ever take off and I ever post episodes
1: again. Yeah, well, we have to be consistent to have.
0: Yeah, well, who knows? Yeah, well, you know. Maybe our Patreon fans will understand. They'll be like, I subscribed to you for two months without any release. But hey, you came me with eight episodes in two weeks, so I'll I'll take it.
1: I'm about like, hey, if you want us to do a Patreon, we'll start selling nudes or something. Or, I don't know, what else do we have to give?
0: No, uh-huh, that's pretty much it.
1: Blood? Artifacts?
0: Oh uh, yeah. we'll we'll start taking notes more rigorously and we'll mail out notes to fans or something. Ooh. I don't know.
1: I'll make you a lasagna. I'll give you half my lasagna. mean
0: to live in the Minnesota
1: no, I'll send area. it. No, I'll send it. As it's is. not going to send
0: well. It's going to go bad.
1: I said I would send it until you eat it. Okay. So I would send it. We'll figure
0: something out. Anyway, I'm feeling seven and a half to eight. I like it. It's not necessary. It's well made, but the lack of necessity for it and the fact that it's two hours without needing to be are things that affect me. Yeah, I think we yeah.
1: should also examine Aaron Paul's fucking rise to fame Breaking Bad and complete flop since all he has He's is up. need for speed Bojack Bojack Marksman, Bojack is and, the thing that's
0: keeping him going which I will and, talk about because Sid is not yet seen
1: and what's wrong
0: sure alright well I'm gonna pause for a second to turn on the hall lights for Sid and then we'll be back to talk about we're, Gemini we're gonna man we took take shots too we took shots too and we are back Cut to record off. about you started talking while I was already down pushing the space bar so I apologize we took shots. I got the lights on for Sid. Sid is no longer scared, and we are ready to record. Sid is still scared, but they're they're ready to record regardless. So we are now here to talk about Gemini Man.
1: I peed, so at least if I pee, it won't like really be pee.
0: Uh yeah, sure. Gemini Fan is a 2019 film.
1: Gemini Man. You said Gemini Fan.
0: Gemini Man. 2019 film by director Ang Lee is it ang no it's ang okay ang lee is a taiwanese filmmaker he is best known for making the hulk movie from
1: 2003
0: no Yep. hulk with uh yep he did hulk with uh what
1: was that guy's name
0: eric banna eric banna and jennifer connelly
1: you know what's really funny that shit made me not like hulk yeah. Like, that's why when all well, this new Marvel shit was coming I mean, out, I the first so, the first I didn't see the second one, but the first one I was like I hate this.
0: So Edward Norton is the Hulk that is was replaced by Mark Ruffalo and is considered canon for Avengers.
1: So who is this guy? This is
0: pre this is like five years pre Iron Man. This came out when you were five or six.
1: Wait. What's the Hulk movie where he's the Hulk, he's testing on himself? Wait, can I, can I see?
0: Okay, hang on, hang on. There's the
1: Hulk he says on himself, there's the girl, and he's going to attack that military base?
0: During the 1960s, scientist David Banner has the idea to forge super soldiers by introducing modified DNA sequences extracted from various animals to strengthen the human cellular response, but General Thaddeus Ross denies him permission to use human subjects. Banner subsequently conducts the experiments on himself after the birth of his son, Bruce... He finds that his son may have inherited the effects and seek secure, but are just stopped by the stopped in the process by Ross, who has found out about the secret work. The secret work following a traumatic event. Bruce remembers nothing of the incident and has been raised by the Krenzlers. <sighs> Bruce becomes a geneticist, working with girlfriend and colleague Betty Ross. All this shit happens. Um,
1: this is not the one I was thinking of. I no. did just look it up. I remember firmly because I'm like looking at the people and I'm like, I don't know any of these people that saw Sam Elliott, who I don't know, except for when you tell me about him, because he was in A Star Is Born. I remember him being in this. So I saw the one with Sam Elliott.
0: So, yeah, the other things that Ang Lee is really well known for is he did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. No. Which is a... uh, Bruce Lee. No, it's a Wuya film. Uh, Bruce Lee died way before then. This is a 2000 movie. It's a, like, martial arts film, because Kung Fu is not quite the... Thing because it's not fighting like it's flying on strings fighting.
1: Right, I thought that one. Okay.
0: It came out in two thousand. It was made in nineteen
1: ninety nine. That's
0: fine. He also did *Brokeback Mountain* and *Life of Pi*.
1: I've seen *Life of Pi*. Hated it.
0: So yeah, lately, like Ang Lee has been very big into making these cinematic experiences. So he did *Gemini Man*. I just wish they
1: weren't boring. Like *Life of Pi* was. Pouring. sure
0: life of Pi was a really big 3, 3d thing and a cgi thing billy lynn's long halftime walk which he is his second most recent movie behind gemini man was shot in 240 frames per second and 3d and that got a lot of shit i have never seen it and then he followed it up with gemini man but
1: i remember life of Pi because everyone's like damn that's not a real tiger but i watched it on like direct tv so the tiger was impressive considering it wasn't real and mm-hmm. the acting, like to to anyone who acts with the thing where it's like, yeah, this is supposed to be real and it's not, but it was very boring. I wanted the tiger to eat him the whole time. I'm sorry, it would have made it more compelling. Yeah, I get it. I, you know, I'm going to tame this tiger and we're going to be friends. Like, yeah, okay.
0: So, Ang Lee, pretty diverse filmography.
1: Very much, yeah.
0: But lately, like from the 2010s, He's mostly been on a 3D and high frame rates of the future cinema. And I'm going to get on this bandwagon soon so I can be an innovator of it rather than anything else. And the issue he's, he's found himself in, which includes Gemini Man, is he's not good at telling a compelling story with this. And he thinks the effects will carry where the story lacks.
1: You can <coughs> <you> very much <coughs> see that.
0: So, Gemini Man is his latest out in United It was shot at 120 frames per second. Our theater showed it at 60 frames per second with uh, 3D. I think, like, less than five theaters in the United States showed it at 120 frames per second in 3D. Most places were 60 with 3D, and a lot of places were 24 with 3D. Um, but Gemini Man stars Will Smith playing Will Smith,
1: and Will Smith playing and Will,
0: Will Smith. Yeah, and Will Smith playing Will Smith. And
1: we'll give a quick spoiler, so skip ahead if you haven't heard it. Will Smith playing Secret. Will Smith.
0: Yeah. Will 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 Tree. That was William Smith.
1: Will Tree. What's it when it's a square? What's the third?
0: Uh, cubed. I
1: always hated that because cube is four.
0: Cube if is if I say cube, fun. four. Cube is three-dimensional. Square is four.
1: Square is two.
0: Square's got four sides. Square is two. Square is two. Cube is three. Cube is four. Cube is three because it's about three dimensions.
1: Fuck, I forgot we're still recording. We sound dumb.
0: I don't sound dumb.
1: We sound dumb. Uh, You sound dumb dating me.
0: Alright, anyway. No, you made that of a military line, and I'm not going to defend you there.
1: Will, William, Will Smith.
0: And Will Smith is a hitman for the CIA, and he decides to retire after a botched shooting on a train. We got into the movie a little late, so we missed that, and I only know this from context from Wikipedia. But he basically decides that he's ready to retire and he's done with it. Part of his retirement was that it is not allowed, and he ends up having an assassination attempt taken out on him. He runs into Mary Elizabeth Winstead shortly before that and knows that she's about to get taken down after. No, isn't
1: yeah. it because he found out he killed someone he wasn't supposed to?
0: He finds out he was he killed someone he wasn't supposed to because he talks to an old friend who left the business and wasn't killed.
1: Right, that was before because when they started shooting him, yeah, his friend was dead before then.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, so
1: it wasn't because he wasn't allowed to retire. All right.
0: He's like, you know what, fuck this, I'm ready to retire. We walk into the movie. He is...
1: Talking to his friend.
0: Talking to his yeah. friend on a boat. hmm he, he talks to Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who is renting out boats at this, like, pure dock thing.
1: Boat rental place.
0: So, he talks to her. He flirts with her a little bit, but not really. This, this is
1: very weird.
0: Um, and I was
1: very put off. Yeah. Because she is noticeably younger than yeah. him. And Will Smith is not the white guy who could be any age and flirt with any girl.
0: Yeah, I mean, Will Smith is 51, mm-hmm. and Mary Elizabeth Winstead is 34.
1: And she looks 25. Yeah. Gen- generously, but still.
0: she's She does not look 34, and even if she did, 34 is still almost 20 years younger than him. Yeah. But she runs out of this boat to him, he goes and talks to this guy, he finds a tracker on his boat.
1: He's allergic, we should mention... He hits a bee, beats the shit out of it. He's like, I'm allergic. I could die. That's important. Like.
0: Yeah. Um, so he finds a tracker on his boat. He's like, Oh, you're with the CIA. You're hunting me down. And
1: she's you're like, tracking uh-huh. me. You're
0: made. She's uh-huh. like, No. Right. And he's like, All right. Let's I'm sorry. See. I'm just being paranoid. Come on a date with me tonight. And she's like, Yeah, sure. Why not? Which
1: is wild. Like, bitch, don't do that.
0: So She goes on a date with him, and then he's like. Hello, real name. And then he slides her this paperwork of...
1: Like, you just gave this nigga time to get evidence. You should have been like, right. no thanks. He's
0: like, I've always got connects in the industry. So, Terrible
1: spy she is.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> fell right into genuinely, the plot. Terrible spy. She Will Smith only is, exists
0: in this movie as a semi-love interest. And
1: Will Smith claims he's a good... Like, he's only good in the guise of being an assassin. He didn't threaten her. He's not that smart. Why? You, you know, do she, she just fell for it.
0: So he blows her cover, she's like, Alright, well I guess my cover's blown, they're gonna send me back to wherever. Wherever, Quantico, which is the FBI, but the, the CIA Quantico tomorrow. That night uh, a bunch of CIA agents murder a lot of people. They come in to murder Will Smith, but Will Smith sees it coming, he escapes, he kills all of them because he's one of the best assassins and like long arms men in the world. Kills them all with these. Goes out, says Mary Elizabeth Winstead. He's like, we need to fucking go now. And then he's on the run. While he's on the run, he ends up in.
1: Peru, or Chile, or...
0: A uh, South American, yeah. Central American country.
1: A tr- like a, a, a warm place.
0: Not Mex- Yeah, like not Mexico, but closer to Central American, Caribbean, yeah. if I remember correctly. Outside
1: continental U.S. Yes, for like sure. Warm, and I, I want to say Spanish-speaking, but maybe... Was it Brazil? I
0: don't think it was Brazil. I don't think mm. it was Rio.
1: I didn't say Rio, I said
0: sure. Right, but I can't imagine them going to nowhere or Hang on to see if... We well, do. I can't because you're supposed
1: to be hiding. Why would you go to the biggest... They go to Columbia. Okay, yeah, we're well, close, but still offensive.
0: We suck. Cancel us, please.
1: Please, okay, So I can get some fun.
0: They go to Columbia. Will ends up realizing that there's an assassin hunting after him. They get into this chase and then the street fight and he's like... This guy looks exactly like me 25 no, years well,
1: ago. He was like, damn, this nigga good. And then they get in the shit and they hit the mirror and the Will look back and he's, he's like looking at himself and the kid's looking at him but like he's young and dumb so he's like, eh. Well, so Will's like, no, 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 no.
0: Right. That's me. So he goes through all the shit. We find out that Adrian Brody, who was one of... It's
1: not Adrian Brody. It's not Adrian Brody because I love oh, him. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. It's Clay Owen.
1: Yeah, boy.
0: Same I know it's my,
1: I knows my whites. I know it's my whites, men's. Okay,
0: it's effectively the same person. Clive Owen served with Will Smith in the Army or FBI or CI or whatever the fuck. It literally does not matter what they were. Oh. Uh, but he served with him at some point. And he realized that Will Smith was basically kind of... The GOAT. He had too much humanity, but he was literally the best soldier that the world had ever seen. He was the best shooter. He was the smartest... He was the best at getting cover. He was the best at figuring out ways to take down the enemy. But he had too much humanity and didn't like killing people.
1: Wong was in this too. So, what? Wong, did you ever see um Doctor Strange? No. Me neither. But you saw Avengers 1 and 2. Remember, Unfortunately. everyone fuck you. One of the guys like, the sanctum needs to pro- be protected. He's the meme where everyone's like, damn, what y'all trying to get into? I'll see y'all niggas at home. Yeah. He's the Asian dude who was with uh, Ben and Cumberbatch who was like, Catch on a flippity flip and then he came back the second one.
0: I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, it
1: was Will Smith's friend who.
0: He's the guy who saved him in the plane? The seaplane? Yeah.
1: yeah. But his character's name was Wong.
0: He unfortunately has literally no relevance in this movie pretty quick.
1: Beyond dying. Did he die? Get out of the car! And then no. he remembered. Yeah, he did, he did unfortunately. not get out of the car. Yeah, which like. <laughs> Which was y'all a very clear command. Him... So where was the confusion? He's like, kept I am confused. Alive. <laughs> Bro, y'all could have kept him alive for that.
0: Anyway, Mary Elizabeth Winstead like gets feelings for Will Smith in ways that don't really make sense.
1: It seems like we don't know.
0: So they commit to like hanging out together basically for the rest of this movie. Will Smith finds out that the guy that looked eerily like him in Columbia is actually a direct clone of him, created by Clive Owen.
1: Dun dun dun! Which
0: is meant to be a big plot twist in the film, which makes no sense because it was made clear on not right. only the trailers, but the fucking movie posters. The
1: third one was the plot twist.
0: Which is not even really because that was the last 10 no, minutes of the movie. No,
1: because I was like, it can't be Will Smith. I'm like, it can't be Will Smith. It got to be someone else. And then I and made the a bullshit
0: like, where I'm like, it's Will Smith. And I was it? like,
1: <gasps> is Will Smith? They put it in front of you. It's like it can't be, and it can't be, and it is.
0: Yeah, we'll get there in a second. Hopefully, if you cared about him, I may have already cut off the podcast that I forgot to a say. A
1: third Will Smith is unprecedented.
0: So he ends up getting into this fight. We kind of get the backstory of Clone Will Smith, where Clive Owen seemingly raised him as his son. The fact that Will Smith is black and Clive Owen raised him as a single (laughs) father alone as a white man does not ever really come into it. Yeah, he
1: did. You say he was adopted?
0: Yeah, I mean like
1: oh, son. Will Smith as a person,
0: right? Will Smith as a person, like he seems aware enough of his blackness to not get you know murdered by cops at any point or like any really fucked up shit.
1: He's not ever been around because he's on an army base.
0: Sure, but like Will Smith. Clone has never dealt with racism and also never addressed the fact that, like, his dad is white. And I just got to read his sus and off putting.
1: Absolutely, but I we also don't know what it's like as an adopted kid. We don't yeah. know how much they're confronting their bullshit, too, so he could have been like, Haha, This For is sure. my dad. I'm a light skinned. I am mixed. And, you know what I
0: mean? Just like. Yep. <laughs> right. Anyway, they end up fighting in, I think, the catacombs and. France or Denmark, or Istanbul somewhere.
1: or somewhere in New
0: Europe somewhere, wherever. somewhere where the white people live. somewhere in southern Europe I believe that's basically a day fight Will Smith's like look you're me I'm you you're a clone of me like we're never gonna f- win against each other because we are about equally matched as they get I heard
1: something for you
0: Clive Owen created you he's the evil guy we need to stop him who
1: are you Oh,
0: you. Will's, yeah.
1: Plus
0: Yeah. Will Smith eventually ends up turning against... Young Will Smith ends up siding with current Will Smith to turn against Clive Owen. And then they go back to fight him. The single best use of the high frame rate 3D part is here. Where a, like armored truck comes out and then this minigun attached to the top of it just starts... And you see all these sparks flying... You see these oh, bullets alarming. being shot. Oh, I was stressed. You see it hitting, like, cans of soup because they're in a supermarket. And it blowing up the can of soup and all that shit flying in your face because you it's 3D. You it, see
1: them eating a can of beans. And, and someone in the back of our theater said, this nigga eating beans.
0: said it three times. They're like, I gotta say it for the folks in the front. And it just got louder each time.
1: Just, uh, it is, this that was a joke, obviously, off Twitter. Um, it's funny because... they am glad you clarified. Th- I know, I figured I should have... There were three people in the theater, two of them were us.
0: Yep. So, yeah, so there's yeah, there no was one, one guy sitting like... in front of us. I think two people may have come in later. No. Like, no, oh no, it was three I th- people.
1: I think it was the um, we sweeper. It. it was the the sweepers, the movie theater people.
0: Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah, it was five end. people, including two employees for the movie who came in. And, out and over the last then
1: it was cl- bro, if I would have walked in and saw three people, I'd be like, I'm not cleaning this shit. Y'all good? Yes, because we went yeah. after work and we're like, oh, it's one person, it'll fill up, and.
0: It's filled, not, no, we he he filled it
1: filled up when we got in. Like, for our We butts.
0: tripled the uh, attendance. Yeah, um, I and, think we and, saw and it Thursday.
1: Because you were like, I, you off some fucking nerve because you're like, Shh. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. What do you mean? Shh. This nigga's all the way down there. No, you, he was one row in front okay, of us bro, into the road. Bro, bro. Look. I'm like, leave this man okay, alone. Really? Yeah, if, the, if you want to fight me over talking through this dumbass Will Smith movie, he could fucking fight me. He better we were win.
0: talking too loud for the fact don't, that the people don't care. Theaters. Don't care. If it was just the two don't of care. us, I'd be fine with it. Don't but... care.
1: One person, I'll fight you. Don't care. Don't care. Still don't care. Don't care. Yeah.
0: What was that? What were you saying? Don't care.
1: You have the worst. Yeah, girl. that was not a good sure. special impression. God, you know him at all? Shut. I... I do. Um, I just wasn't calling that a good oh, impression. Oh, you know him? Bye. here, I play for you.
0: Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Still don't care. I don't care. I just want to know what you said what did you say I don't care yeah so that was Sid during this movie harassing the other Sid movie. Sid right He's now too $17 to see this movie says like I'm about to ruin this man's whole ticket price
1: oh uh, he needs to get Will Smith for ruining that man's whole ticket price I ain't yeah, gonna do so, trash
0: so <laughs> the minigun scene was by far the best use of 3D and high frame rate right and high then, frame rate really has a lot of promise in documentary, nature documentary and not your documentary only. Shit and action.
1: And then the Will Smith right after too.
0: Oh, we'll get there. So, basically, the shit's on high frame rate for action and there's been a long debate in the film community that high frame rate works really well for action movies. Uh... Probably the most notable instance of it is that the Hobbit was shot largely in 48 frames per second. And then it was not Which Hobbit? All of them.
1: Because the Hobbit. All of them. Okay. Second, but mostly the, because the second had Smaug. The third Mm -hmm. one had the Battle of Fire. So that was the one that had the most action.
0: Yeah. So there was the Hobbit. There was the Hobbit. uh, Desolation of Smaug. Desolation of Smaug. And Mm -hmm. then there was Battle of Five Armies. All of them had action in it. You literally had Hobbit three with all the dwarves riding in barrels down a river together. Like you sure
1: it was a third one?
0: Pretty sure. I've tried to block most out from my memories, and the only reason the third stays in my mind is because of the review I had to write for our school paper.
1: Hater, you didn't like Benedict Cumberbatch? No. Smaug?
0: No. I wrote a two thousand word review of uh, Battle of Five Armies because it is genuinely one of the most insultingly terrible uh-huh. movies I've seen
1: we're not gonna do this I'm not gonna I didn't mean to set off your sure
0: we're not getting into it No, but you the hobbit doesn't it. matter anyway well,
1: it does to you
0: the hobbit is one of the bigger examples of 48 can I help you? why are you making these faces? gross anyway uh, the hobbit is one of the bigger examples of high frame rate being used It wasn't shown in all theaters, just like Gemini Man isn't. But, Ang Lee's been, especially with Billy Lynn's long halftime walk, he's been very big on ultra-high frame rate. Billy Lynn was shot on 240 frames per second. This was shot on 120. Not all theaters are equipped to show that, so you had shit where... Like, basically how... Billy Lynn was presented at 24 frames per second, even though it was actually shot 10 times faster. This was shown at 60 frames per second at our theater because I don't think the projector was equipped to show 120 frames per second. But it's been long argued that it is good for documentaries and it is good for action movies. And I would agree that it is good for action fight sequences and I would agree that it's good for nature documentaries. I know Planet Earth 2 was shot at a high frame rate. I don't know what level. But I do know that it was shot at high frame rate, and I am entirely here for that. Like Planet Earth Two looks astonishingly good, and the fight scenes and the action scenes in this look great. But every single scene, the dialogue looks
1: awful. Last scene too.
0: The last scene, but we'll get into that because that wasn't frame rate. That was a. Let's
1: get into it.
0: We're getting there. So. The actions, these look beautiful. The 3D, the high frame rate, I fucked with. I have been bothered by high frame rate shit. We have a 4K smart TV that tries to do high frame rate shit to the point that it every, for some reason, every single Netflix original defaults to showing it in high frame rate. And nothing on Netflix has filmed at a high frame rate. Okay. It just shows it. Is Ozark is not shot on a How high frame know? rate. Because I've seen Ozark before and I've looked into it because like this doesn't seem right. But when you watch Ozark on our like native TV Netflix app, it shows it at 60 frames per second. So I have had my PlayStation plugged in and we watch every Netflix original on the PlayStation instead, because that is the only way to not get it in the high frame rate. I am not someone who fucks with high frame rate. Like it's something that is distracting and bothersome to me. But as mediocre as this movie is. Watching 3D high frame rate in this movie was cool enough that I really think it was cool and it is worth seeing if you can see it in 3D high frame rate. If you can only see it in 3D or you can only see it in high frame rate without 3D, don't see it. It is not worth your time. This is the experience of those being combined together, whether it's 60 frames per second or 120. Like, it's pretty fucking cool and I'd say it's worth looking at.
1: I, I concur, but I also, like, my shit is more, I don't know if I can justify being like, okay, so, they, in one theater, like, let's say in one town, they don't have a high frame rate at all, they don't have a 3D, or they only have one or the other, like we talked about, and then one theater, they have all the shit we talked about, I don't know whether it's worth the drive, I don't know whether it's worth paying that extra $7 for, because story is still story, and while enjoyable, the high frame rate to me wasn't, like, all that fucking stunning Plus the story, plus all that shit. You know what I'm saying? To be worth that seven dollars, because seven dollars is a whole Chipotle burrito. Yeah. That's not a light amount. I mean, you know, it's a small amount of money, but you can still get some. It's five dollar foot long, uh, chips and a drink.
0: Yeah. I that know.
1: didn't. This, that didn't make this movie, and I don't want to say that because in your faith I cannot.
0: You're yeah. I'm not so getting in heaven. I thought that the shit was cool enough to the tour scene in theaters. Said not. So, you got to use your own discretion, but if you want to see Will Smith's dumb action flick where he is fighting himself, it's pretty cool. The CGI to de-age Will Smith was pretty solid throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. There were a couple times where it looked fake, but yeah. for the most part it looked really good. They said it was How, not as
1: good as Irishman, though.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see The Irishman, which comes out on Friday. Oh. That's going to be, yeah. So, again, I like I said, it's November know. 2nd. We've hit 1am. It's November 3rd now because of... Ooh, we got that fall back coming, though.
1: Mm hmm. You're
0: going to sleep in late tomorrow. Mm hmm. So, anyway, uh, I'm excited to see The Irishman. I'm trying very hard to make Sid watch it with me, but I don't know if that's going to happen because it's three hours plus. Oh, fuck. I am incredibly excited for it. I have really liked it a lot of it.
1: Friday, what time? Like midnight?
0: It's a Netflix movie. So, it's coming out midnight Friday.
1: And we're going to get home around, like, maybe 6.30, Friday, be ready to watch a movie around 7? Maybe. Okay, so I'll, I'm gonna, i going to have a nap we, schedule for 7 Yeah, PM.
0: So, I'm going to say this now. I'm going to try and edit our episodes and get them posted and record the rest of them. Our, we are taking the week off of
1: oh, November
0: 2nd for our podcast. November 8th, 9th, 10th episode is either going to be Exactly on time on Sunday, and it'll come out on the 10th, or it's gonna be late because we have personal shit going on where we are not going to be able to record Saturday at all, and we have to go to bed at a reasonable time on Friday.
1: I have a nap schedule for 7pm on Friday, I'm sorry.
0: Alright, I guess I'm watching The Irishman by myself.
1: It's just, I don't care about Joe Pesci, I don't care about Robert De Niro, I don't care about Al Pacino. Okay. Or Scorsese yeah i this is about an actual irishman
0: it's uh about the killing
1: wait tell me later i'm sorry
0: okay we'll do it later anyway gemini man is really cool if you want to see young will smith fight old will smith i think there's enough shit that's there that's really cool but they clearly ran out of their budget because
1: end of
0: the end of the movie will smith uh going to college and he fucking looks like
1: a video game character
0: he looks like a late ps3 character like mm-hmm. the last of us on ps3 looks substantially better than will smith did here mm-hmm. put next to all of these real people
1: in a real setting talking and
0: he yeah he looked
1: awful and i'm like damn did i blink am i tripping and you were like no and i'm like oh okay cool because i'm like this look different and i'm like Is it going to be the other Will Smith come out and like... Is this a, a bamboozle?
0: Right. I don't know. But it did not look good. It looked terrible. That last scene in particular was really hard to watch. But I enjoyed a lot of it. I had fun with it. I would say if you could see it in high frame rate 3D, absolutely. If not... This is one of those dumb movies that you see on FX or A&E or TNT or USA. Or
1: uh, we should go the Hassan Minhaj thing and talk about how you watch a movie on TNT and it takes eight hours.
0: Yeah, or uh, like TNT USA uh, Sci-Fi. Like this is the movie that's gonna end up there where they do those movie marathons on Saturday or Sunday and this is one of those where you watch it and you fall asleep watching it because you're just hanging out on your couch you don't got shit to do on a sunday you're just trying to relax you fall asleep watching it on a sunday and wake up it like two Six, hours later yeah. and then you've gotten through most of the movie and it doesn't really make sense to you but it makes enough sense that that this is one of those movies there's a cool enough experience but i guarantee you that when a movie figures out how to balance high frame rate in 3d for a action movie that's going to be the thing that's going to be the catalyst and you could maybe hit some point where you have like high frame rate specifically for fight scenes and otherwise it's 24 frames per second i don't know if that would look good or not i it'd be hard to say but that's really one of the only ways I could see it implemented unless you have a movie that really does not break from its action set pieces at all. But yeah, so what are you feeling out of 10, Sid?
1: Five or six.
0: Okay. I'm at at like a strong six and a half. Like, I have issues with this, but there was some cool shit with it, and I, I enjoyed a lot of it because of that. If we had seen this in standard projection shit, I would have hated it. And this would be like a 3 or 4. But it is a cool enough movie that I, I still really recommend going out to see in theaters if you can in 3D high frame rate. But that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, you can follow us on PopTakePod on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us at PopTakeHotCulture.com. That'll give you the latest info to our podcast uploads. They're going to be there first. You can listen to them on our website for free otherwise you can find us on apple Podcasts, stitcher uh google podcasts and spotify if there's any other places you want us to be tweet at us or dm us or whatever and we will try to get them added on yep but those are our plugs sid what is your recommendation for the week
1: um i don't know what's yours
0: uh, you know what i'm gonna make my new girl I really fucking hate you New Girl. to Start,
1: goddamn piece of shit. What?
0: I gave you the floor I, and you passed.
1: I fucking tried to talk to you about New Girl before. I'm like, you should watch this. And you're like, D-d-d-d-d-d.
0: sure. So we might do a New Girl episode pretty soon. No, which
1: we won't. You don't deserve.
0: We're gonna do one in the next few weeks. But I really like New Girl lately, and it was a very cute show.
1: I told you that.
0: Do you have any recommendations now, Sid?
1: One minute. One minute. What week is this supposed to be?
0: Currently it is the 3rd to 10th, I think. 3rd to ninth.
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead and say um, Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood. I don't know if I've said that before, if I cut it out. I don't think so. Uh, book-wise, super, super, super tight book. Uh, technically it's sound, plot-wise it's sound, um, and came on the eight. like it shit, it was, it's good. If you're, if you're like, eh, I like human as a man, I was too. This shit is one of the best books I've ever read, even from a tech, like mostly, largely from a technical standpoint. Um, her shit is shitty for this different than the shoulders because it avoids talking about, like, race and class largely. Um... Which is problematic, but it's not as pro- problematic as being uh, actively antagonistic. So, very good. Her sequel, not good. Um, Institute by Stephen King, not good. So, if you are not read anything recently, uh, read The Handmaid's Tale.
0: Alright, do you have anything you want to attach with that or no?
1: Don't watch the show
0: either. Alright, that's going to do it for us this week. I'm Jack, here with Sid we're gonna sign off we're gonna record we're gonna get uploaded soon i very much promise yes sir have a good night